This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know, Quays, I'd be remiss if I didn't start this episode out with a shout-out to the Bojangles lady from the Festivus episode when the last podcast I did before Christmas weekend, we did a, a, an airing of grievances on Spotify Live, a little, uh, you know, Festivus episode. We always like to have some Festivus celebration on the blog as uh, many, many Seinfeld fans on the blog. And we do love some Festivus and the Flyers always have grievances for us to air. So we gathered around the metal pole to air those grievances. But this late one lady called in and started saying something about seeing us at Bojangles and mentioned something about Doughboys. And either she thought she was listening to the Doughboys podcast, which while I might be a doughy boy, I am not a Doughboy. <laughs> Or this was some sort of elaborate troll. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a weird experience. That was very fun. I was listening to it at work, and I, I think it's at like the 45 or 47 minute mark or some shit. I can't remember, but um, it's just she just calls in, and you guys are like, "All right, next caller," and she's just like, "Hey, I didn't see you guys at the show." And Kelly's like, what? <laughs> she's like, what show? He's like, Doughboys? Bojangles? Which Bojangles did you go to? She's like, I've never been to Bojangles ever in my entire life. Yeah, I, I've, I've never been to Bojangles at all. They, they sell chicken, right? Yeah. I, yeah, that's all I know. I didn't know what was going on. That was hilarious. I want to know. Grace, if you're listening, because apparently you might listen because you participated in the, the Festivus extravaganza. Um, bless you, and Should I hope have. I hope you have some bojangles this uh, holiday season. Got to drop a baba buoy in there if you're going to do that. Stern rules, baba buoy, baba buoy. But it, it was not <laughs> so weird. And you know, hey, like Doughboys, they they do a great thing where they go out and they uh, they they talk to guests and eat fast food and review that fast food. So quite an existence and kind of my dream right there. So they're kind of like review bra, except podcast form. What I don't even know what review bra is. You don't know what review? Oh my god, review bra is like. I don't I, typically like, tend to engage with anything with a bra in there. <laughs> well, a you know what I mean. I, I like boobs. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> did I say that out loud? You did. That's okay. I think I think a lot of people would agree. Um, yeah, but review bra. Yeah, he is the report of the week, um, and he is this kid who. I think at this point he's probably like in his mid to late 20s, but he looks like he's 13, 14 years old and he wears gigantic oversized suits um, and he reviews fast food and he's got like this thick New York accent 
And he's just like, he'll review like dominoes and be like, I'm ashamed to have had this. This is the worst experience of my life. Blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, it's so funny. He's incredible. Well, it doesn't sound like that at all. I mean, this is two grown ass men who go out and just get like fast food to talk about. And I think, uh, do they at least it? one of them? Yeah, but I mean, it's not like that's not the point. They kind of just like drive conversation from that. Um, they're more comedians and everything. Like the one guy was on a show, Love, and a few other things. He's kind of like a background actor on a lot of things. I forget what the other guy does, but yeah, that's more of a. Uh, pro comedian uh, podcast kind of thing uh, and a lot of interview going on and everything in that so um different things but it all comes back to people enjoying fast food and and talking about it and a uh, fun hockey fact one of the the doughboys was tormented by ryan whitney of the pink whitney vodka in high school why am i not surprised by this <laughs> it's a real shocker let me tell you yeah someone at barstool being a dick. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought? It's very unlike them. I am shocked, Steve. I'm oh. utterly stunned at this news. I don't know that this happened, but stoolies are already blowing up my DMs. It's I, it, I the episode hasn't even been put out there, and they're already just destroying my life. Oh, oh my god, I've been doxxed. Come oh and god. get come and come to my uh, come to my mentions, stoolies. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> Uh, I'm very fragile. I can't have this happen. Oh, I, I love it. Confrontation's my favorite. Oh, good. You can do all the confrontation for yeah. me. <laughs> not my gladly favorite. do it. Definitely not my favorite. But, uh, Quiggs, this all happened, this Festivus, uh, I don't even know if it was a prank or what, but that happened just before. We had a little lovely Christmas weekend, a long weekend for a lot of people. How did your yeah. holiday go? Yeah, dude, my holiday was quite good. It was a very good holiday. I uh, for, first of all, what did you get for Christmas? Did you get anything noteworthy? Um, my sister got me some nice whiskey. That was great. That's good. I got a I got a bike helmet, which is fun, and I, I got a lot of other cool shit. I'm tr- I'm having trouble remembering it right now. Emily's probably upstairs, like going, "I got you this cool thing. I got this cool thing. You're an asshole." Yes, I am an asshole. I know, dear. I am sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's good. the stuff I remember. <laughs> that's good. That's the good stuff right there. I got, so my girlfriend, Stacy got me a literal fucking whale for Christmas. Actually, oh, not a whale. Excuse me? Not a whale, a dolphin. Because it's an orca, which is a dolphin, not a whale. Thank you very much. But she adopted me an orca. You, you got the free Willie. I got, actually, his name is not Willie. It's Mike. Free Mike. <laughs> His name is Mike, parentheses, J26, because he's in the J-Pod. Um, that's his family, the J-Pod. And, J-Pod. Um, sounds like a pretty cool name for a band, honestly. Mike and, and the J-Pod. I'm in J-Pod. Um, but yeah, he's in J-Pod. He's 31 years old. He was born in 1991, so he's roughly 31 years old, perhaps 32. Oh, wow. Um, and he hangs out around Seattle. He does flips. He's a... Uh, not flips, but he jumps out of the water and belly flops, much like I do at swimming pools. And uh, he seems like a real chill fella. Um, so I'm excited. And and since she adopted Mike for me, I get a free year pass to go to the Whale Museum in uh, Seattle, Washington. So I think this summer I was already planning on going to that area of the United States to go hopefully kayak with some killer whales. So um, we're going to go. And I'm going to go to that museum, and I'm going to fucking hang out with Mike, hopefully. Hopefully, I'll see him. 
How about that, Quick? You're living your whale dreams out. I am. I'm excited. I got a picture of him. I tweeted it. I'm ex- I'm I'm excited. He's huge. It's amazing. I, I got, I mean, I got a lot of cool shit. I got whiskey. I got records. Can't beat records, right? Yeah. I got, yeah, you got a goddamn whale. That's what you've been looking for. That's, uh, you finally found what you've been just out there searching for in this world. And that's a whale. So congratulations. According to, uh, according to his biography, um, Mike was considered to be an early sprouter. An early sprouter. Well, that's, that's a problem that makes you wonder be, what that means. You need a lot of, uh, I think, <laughs> you know, practice and you got to stay in practice to take care of that early sprouting problem. Yes, you experience. do. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. see you, Mike. <laughs> Mike <laughs> I think Mike just needs to get some more action, some whale action. Yeah, he'll get there. Yeah. He's 31. Sexy podcast so far. This is a sexy podcast. Yeah. 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 We talked about boobs. We're talking about whale uh, it is it, that makes sense it's it's a flyers after dark week so yes, you have is. to get sexy honestly yeah we have to get as weird as possible this week so it's flyers know. after dark baby and i can't <laughs> imagine that the ratings are going to be very good for nbc sports network going into this week because who wants to stay up late to watch this team especially when you got new year's coming up and everything <laughs> unfortunately me an idiot who decided to do the re- game recap for tomorrow night I'm such a dumb, it, me, dumb idiot. an idiot, the dumbest I'm, man in the world. I'm so stupid for this team, this team. Carter Hart's not even playing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Carter Hart, at least for one game, he's not playing. There's been conflicting reports on, you know, exactly what's going on with Carter Hart. But you know, most people are saying he's going on the trip, but not playing. I think yeah. Torts actually Torts himself said, said that he's it, going. Yeah. yeah, Torts literally said it. So never mind conflicting reports. Torts said it. So you know. Uh, it's from the the coach's mouth. I was gonna say uh, the horse's mouth, but the horse is the one that kicked Torts in the mouth. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. The news did come out earlier today that Carter Hart is on IR with the classic upper body injury. Oh but yeah, those in the know know that it is a concussion issue, and he's in the protocol and all that fun fun shit you want from your best player on your shitty hockey team, but. Carter Hart going to miss at least one game might be back for the New Year's Eve game when I'm sure everybody's going to be super locked in on a hockey game, let me tell you. But Godspeed to the son of hers, Samuel Erson, who just came up and got pretty rocked in his first game against the Hurricanes. And I didn't mean to make a rocky like a hurricane joke, but we are here on the Scorpions boat and plummeting into the earth. What's going on? But let me say this. Let me say this about Samuel Erson. That first game, like, don't get me wrong. He did not play great. But, like, he got no help from anyone. Like, he got left you out don't to dry. Say, you don't say this non-existent defense didn't help him. I mean, Ristolainen's just watching pucks just fly by him. He's very good. Just get him to the playoffs, bud. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you need. So That's all you need. But yeah, so Urson didn't play well, but my God, he probably would have looked, his stats would have looked much better if he was playing for, you know, a team that's even marginally better. Like, I don't know, literally any other team in the NHL. Literally any other yeah, well, team. Well, except for the Blackhawks. But. Well, you know, they, they're, they're pretty terrible. And the team that the Flyers have coming up this week has had their share of struggles as well. The San Jose Sharks, who are 11, 19, and 6 
389 winning percentage. So a team even worse than the Philadelphia Flyers. But the Flyers do know how to lose to teams, except for the Columbus Blue Jackets. The one team they can manage to take care of some business against. Yeah, I know. It's annoying. The San Jose Sharks, you say? San Jose Sharks? More like San Jose Sharks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But I'm... <laughs> oh, I just sharded. God damn it. Now it's getting gross. Now we're the gross out. Now we're doing poop poop humor. Huzzah. Huzzah. (laughs) But, you know, the thing is, ultimately, Samuel Erson should not be even in this position. And, I mean, look, Felix Sandstrom didn't choose to get injured, right? But Felix Sandstrom also shouldn't have been in this position. The Flyers should have had a proper backup goaltender, a proper backup tendie. And do not tell me. I had some people. I made a joke last week about Chuck not getting a proper backup tendy. And some people sincerely came into the mentions telling me that, well, you know, Fedotenko got stuck in Russia with that whole situation. Fedotenko. Listen, that Fedotov. fucking Fedotov. I did say Fedotov. <laughs> I, meant Fed- uh, I did say Fedotenko. Yeah. Rusla. Yeah. Oh, and Chuck's a real idea if he was uh, planning on Fedotenko. Good That'd Lord. Crazy. I am stuck in the nineties. Let me tell you, but Fedotov that was not really a great plan either. The guy had never played in the NHL. And if Chuck, if we're actually taking Chuck at his word that he was making up competitive hockey team for this year, then there's no way that Fedotov is the guy that you're relying on for the competitive backup position. Don't, don't get me wrong. I was really looking forward to him coming over and playing. And what's happened to him is an absolute travesty and tragedy, just a terrible, terrible thing. But He's not, it's a joke to think that that's your plan. He just didn't have any cap room left and said, well, I guess we just have to roll the dice with somebody in our system. My thing with Fedotov is like, at least that makes like some tangible sense. Like at the Olympics, he was ungodly good. He was ridiculous. Um, And it's not like, like granted that Olympics was a little, was kind of a Mickey Mouse Olympics because it was like, um, you know, there weren't even NHL players there, but still Fedotov played really, really, really well. Um, and he's been playing well in the KHL, which like by all intents and purposes is probably the second best league in the world behind the NHL. So like, that's good. That's really good. So like, I could at least understand why Fedotov was like considered, okay, you're going to be the backup, but, um, still perhaps not ideal. I would still prefer like a actual full-time, well, not that's weird to say full-time backup because that's 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 kind of counterintuitive but like i guess my thing is like everyone has to get a start somewhere right even backups so maybe maybe Fedotov, this was going to be his start oh yeah and i support that as far as like if you're rebuilding hockey team like the flyers actually should be and kind of are but Again, Chuck Fletcher's putting up this veneer of this is a competitive hockey team, what, five points away from the wild card, right? We're right there, <laughs> sick, Steve. Sick goddamn joke. And I know we're not quite there yet, but man, it's just made me think of the disaster of a season a few years back with all those goaltenders, that parade of goaltenders, the orange and black parade. So what's Brian Elliott, Cal Pickard, Anthony Stolarz, Cam Talbot, Michael Neuverth, Alex Lyon and Mike McKenna up to. That's the question on everybody's mind today. Was, was that all of them? That was, I believe, all of them, yeah. 
Well, besides Carter, Carter Hart. Hart. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, Carter Hart's also in the mix, but we know what he's up to. He's uh, missing Hurt. at least one game for the Philadelphia Flyers. With a concussion. Yeah. I mean, Brian Elliott's with the Tampa Bay Lightning, living his best life right now. Yeah. Cal Pickard with the Bakersfield Condors, the AHL Oilers, with Justin Bailey. Oh, wow. Justin Bailey? I forgot all about Justin Bailey. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people who've forgotten all about Justin <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> But there was a period of time where he was being called up like every other day. He just got a lot of frequent flyer miles going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. It was literally like every other t- That was so weird. Wow. It was very weird. Yeah. Very but, you know, he gets to play with the great Cal Pickard right now. Who Chuck, why don't you get Cal Pickard back? Don't do it. Don't do it. Please, God, no. Uh, Cam Talbot currently with the Ottawa Senators. I know he's had some injury issues this year, right? Uh, yes, he has real cup of coffee player. Not even a cup of coffee. He probably had a quarter of a cup of coffee for the flyers. Anthony Stolar stole the tender, the goaltender, as we like to call him on this program. He's living a great life over with the miserable Anaheim ducks. You know what? Let me say this. Anthony Stolar's. I think he's a very good backup. Oh, I actually, I meant that he's living a good life with a bad team. Like, I really did mean that word. Like, I wasn't being sarcastic, and I know it's very hard to tell when I'm being sarcastic at this point, because it's very often. But, no, like, I'm actually happy for the dude that he's made a solid career, because we never thought he was going to be a regular NHL player. So, he's been doing it, and I hope he keeps on doing it. Pal, I'd welcome him back in a heartbeat. Right. I remember there was this one period in Flyers history where... Like, we were trying to figure out who's going to be the backup for, I think, who was it? Who I can't even remember who the starting goalie was at the time. Carter Hart? Uh, no, 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 no. This was, like, even before then. Because um, Stolarz was still in Philly, um, and so was Neuvert. Um, oh, so then it's Brian Elliott we're talking about. It might have been. I can't remember. But, like, I just remember um, there was this whole debate going on. Because, like, at that time, Neuvert hadn't, like, died yet. Like, he was still, like... <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a relative term for Michael Neuverth because he's never really truly healthy. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he was like, like, and by the way, Neuverth has not played since 1819 in the NHL. He played a little bit in the Czech Republic, but he doesn't play any hockey at all now because of his injury issues. I think this was in like 2017 or 2016 or like, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. But, um, but no, that's that's Brian Elliott territory right there. Yeah. So basically there was this debate going on, like. Oh, Michael Neuvert's healthy and he's playing really, really well. Should we trade him at the trade deadline? And everyone was saying, no, he's a good backup. And I'm just like, I was like, I felt like one of the only people who was like, trade him and let um, Stolarz, the Golars, be the backup. Because like they could have gotten a decent amount for Neuvert at that time. And they didn't. They didn't trade him. And I was like sad. And now Stolarz is not a flyer anymore and he's doing decent for a really shitty team. Hey. Decent on a shitty team in Anaheim weather is better than bad for the Flyers. Yeah. Tell me about it. How about Alex Lyon? Alex Lyon, he won the Calder Cup last year, right? Like, he just was doing a great job in the AHL. This year, he's with the Charlotte Checkers, who are the AHL Florida Panthers. That's right. I keep thinking they're the the uh, Hurricanes AHL. Because they were, and they still should be. Yeah, that's really weird that that happened that way. 
how it felt about the Hershey Bears for a long time, because for the longest time, the Hershey Bears were the Flyers affiliate. And then the Flyers made their own affiliate to be in their backyard in the spectrum with the Philadelphia Phantoms. And then the Phantoms moved to Adirondack for some godforsaken reason. But, that you know, was weird, yeah. Yeah. And now they, they're in Lehigh Valley, which is a hop, skip, and a jump away. Not too bad. But going back to the Bears, for the first couple of years of the Phantoms, it was weird that the Phantoms biggest fiercest rival was the hershey bears because the hershey bears were the flyers affiliate for the longest time yeah where even is adirondack like i know where the adirondack map like it's new york it's upstate new york yeah yeah that's where it is so is adirondack just the whole adirondacks region is what the phantoms represented well uh i can't answer that without looking up a google map search but I can tell you that Lehigh Valley is a region yeah. because it they, they technically play in Allentown. They could just be the Allentown Phantoms, but they decided on Lehigh Valley. Uh, it looks like... They played hmm, in Glen I, Falls, New York when they were in Adirondack. So, yeah, they, they were representing a region. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you did a real Mr. Garrison voice right there, okay. and I hadn't thought about Mr. Garrison in a long time. Okay. But... Good Lord. And then finally we come to Mike McKenna, who is retired. And despite playing only one game as a Philadelphia Flyer, he plays in the Flyers alumni games all the time now. Yeah. The year after he, uh, or after that disastrous seven goalie season, he joined the Golden Knights as like an insider guy for some reason. And um, he, I saw him like all the time, like in the press box, in the locker room, everywhere. Uh, Seems like a solid guy. It does really seem nice like guy. a solid guy. Yeah. I mean, he always, you know, has insightful things to say. And that's all I got to say about Mike McKenna. And he always seems to have a good time when he is out there at the Flyers alumni events. So, and that's, I know the toughest thing for. I love that he's an alumni. I, I love that too, one. Because <laughs> yeah. It, it really is funny. And he's embraced it. But it, the reason is because it's just so hard on those old retired goaltenders to get back into it because we were in the Slack the other day. And somebody had said, I'm not sure if I can talk about this guy, you know, as far as he's too official. He's too big time for us now, but he knows who he is because I know he listens. So, but you said this, but a certain NHL insider that we still talk to was talking about how goaltending is just (laughs) such an unnatural way for the body to move, the human body to move, that it's just so hard to recover, which is why goaltenders need days off, but other players don't. And there's a reason that all the old retired goaltenders don't really get back in there. Like Bernie Perrant in the famous alumni game against the Rangers at Citizens Bank Park played like, I don't know, a, just a couple minutes because that's the most he could do because he's very old. And again, it's such a demanding position that just couldn't do it. Right. And, the, the, you know, the Flyers goaltender at all the alumni games I go to is it's, um, oh my God, I'm trying to remember his name. And you won't remember this because you don't remember the old phantoms guys and i'm actually embarrassed that i'm not remembering this wonderful gen it's neil little neil oh, little okay i heard of him neil little is the goaltender i see the most at flyers alumni games and neil little is known primarily as a phantoms goaltender he was the phantoms goaltender throughout the late 90s it's, he ain't a flyers guy really he, he played a couple games for the flyers but not much <laughs> But you know what? He's the guy who's healthy enough and can still do it. So he's out there doing it at the alumni events. What a G. What a G. And that's why McKenna's still relevant. out there. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I lo- yeah. It's nice. It's nice when like some of those guys who like, 
in most situations it would just be an afterthought. It's good to see him still being out there and representing. Speaking of afterthoughts who are still out there representing, do you see who's on the panel on TNT tonight? I do not. I'm not watching the game right now currently. Okay, well, right now we are in in between games right now. We're waiting for the Flames and the Kraken to start. We just finished watching the Devils and the Bruins. And a quick side note on the Devils and the Bruins. Devils fans booing the hell at a Taylor Hall tonight. And I find that hilarious because, bitch, Taylor Hall won you the heart. And he didn't even deserve it that year. Okay, Taylor Hall did way more for your franchise than a lot of these jabronis that have been in there in recent years. So, how dare you? And he won them Nico Heischer because he is the he's the uh, the rabbit's foot for the NHL draft lottery. So, listen, hey, he was a good player and wasn't good enough to win you more games. So you know what? You should respect him. But. On that note, the guy who is on the panel right now... Oh, by the way, Claude Drew was robbed that year. 100% robbed. Yes, he was. I will never... I will die on this hill. Claude Drew was robbed. Taylor Hall didn't deserve it. Devils suck. But right now, on the panel, is legendary Philadelphia Flyer and known John Tortorello lover, Keith Yandel. Oh, man. Okay. What's he do? What's he? What's Keith doing? What's all our buddy Keith up to today? He's just on the TNT panel. He's chiming in. He's right now interviewing the Tana brothers and you know, maybe they've seen ghosts. I don't know if that's what they're talking about right now, but (laughs) Keith, and they actually showed a picture of him from little league earlier wearing Phillies gear. I guess he was for the, the little Phillies on his team. What a guy, Keith Yandel. Legendary flyer. The funniest, the best thing that he ever did as a member of the flyer was just like, the fact that he like me discovering the fact that he says thank you to the goalie whenever the goalie settled the puck like so many times i would like he would be out there and like carter hart would get the puck and just settle it for him and like put it behind his net and you would hear keith yandel like skate by the mic on like the end boards he'd be like thank you <laughs> yeah i really like that that was the best contribution he had and yeah, there man, ain't a lot do keith... anything else on no. the ice he was an absolutely terrible defensive player, and he'd fit right in on the current squad in that yeah. regard. That yeah. first game where the Flyer, or, or like the first three games of the Flyer season, Keith Yandel actually played pretty well. Um, but then uh, that was it. That was literally his shining moment was like three games. That was it right there. That's that three game run where he said this could work out and it didn't. I think he had like a a stretch where or I think he had like a three assist game or something like early on that season. Well, and this was coming right after we dealt with Eric Gustafson the previous season. Right. Like, well, we have an offensive defenseman who, you know, doesn't really play defense, but at least he's making it worth it. And he quickly did not make it worth it. And meanwhile, Eric Gustafson's out here scoring hat tricks. Oh, I was at that fucking game. You were at the hat trick game for Gus Bus 2, Electric Boogaloo? Yes, I was like, there's, I honestly, I forgot he was on the caps. And then he. Yeah, I I actually didn't know until I saw the news that he scored a hat trick. I'm like, he's on the caps? Yeah, he scored. And I was just like, oh, shit. I forgot he's on, he's playing. Um, And of course, as a Flyers fan, of course he's going to score at the Capitals game that I go to. And then. He scores twice again, and I, or two more times, and I'm like, this is just the hockey gods laughing directly at my face. Um, okay, <laughs> so the first three games of Keith Yandel's tenure as a flyer, he had two assists, one assist, and two assists. So he had five assists in the first three games of the season. 
And then he went on to just be holy shit levels terrible. It was really bad. But he's the Iron Man, so. Or was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was the Iron Man for a very short time. And now it's Hot Dog Phil. That's the ticket right there. You just got to eat a shitload of hot dogs, and then you'll just yeah. play every game in the NHL. Well, I don't know what Keith Yandel's ticket was, why he had played so many games in a row and was so healthy, but whatever it was, I guess it worked for a while. And he, again, he didn't stop because he was unhealthy. He stopped because he stunk. Yeah. Uh, boy, oh boy. It just keeps getting more and more fun, doesn't it, Steve? It really does. I'm not even interested in talking about like what's actually going on with the Flyers currently outside of the Carter Hart injury. I mean, I'll talk about it if we get to the topic, but we could talk about, I don't even know what to talk about because I feel like we, we cover it all. We know the team stinks. We know that there's a couple guys who are performing pretty good, like Konechny and Hayes offensively, but not uh, defensively. Yeah, not apparently Tippett's been better than expected, you know, like it's the same shit, different week. Right. So I don't, I don't even know what to talk about with the current team anymore. That's where we're at with these guys because they're just going to keep losing it. It's bad. I mean, if we look at the standings right now, they're still ahead of Columbus, so they got that going for them. But that's the only team they're better than in the East right now. They are seven points better than Columbus. And the goal differential is down to negative 29. That's fun. But Columbus is negative 46. So uh, just so you know, um, this is unrelated slightly, but... So, as many of our listeners know, the World Juniors are happening right now, as we're recording, I believe. Oh, wow. What channels? Is that on the NHL Network? Yes. They don't make that shit readily available on enough sources, because I have YouTube TV. Apparently, YouTube and Hulu both do not have NHL Network access. And I say, Gary Bettman, what are you doing? Yeah. Not, not great. They need to fix this. They need to figure this shit out. But so, so what's going wanna, on at the World Juniors right now? Well, I just want to let you know, future flyer Connor Bedard had three goals, a hat trick, and four assists tonight. How about that? Seven goals, seven seven points in one game against who did they face? Germany. So it's Germany. They're not exactly a uh, hotbed for hockey, but they're not. I think they're getting better. There's then why did Claude Giroux and Danny Briere go to play there during the lockout a few years back? <laughs> Who knows? I think because of the polar bear jerseys. That's why. I think people just went to random countries that they wanted to go to. I don't know. No, that makes sense. I, I would 100% have done the same thing. Random countries that they won't have issues getting back out of. Yeah, I would not have wanted to go to Russia. No, no, definitely not a great situation there. Uh, it doesn't matter what year you're there. Never, never quite great. But right now oh man vladimir putin regular listener of the show is just furious right now vlad putin tootin having a good old time listening to uh fly Purbly, as he always oh. does every week N- not a friend of the show i would say I- i'd be willing to say that yeah <laughs> not quite <laughs> okay. yeah but as right. far so so right now bedard is of course going nuts because he's he's the man he's amazing and uh one would say you should probably blow it for Connor Bedard. That'd be pretty wonderful. A future flyer or perhaps even a future former flyer. (laughs) Meaning, meaning, meaning we like manifest his presence in Philadelphia, but it just doesn't happen. But we just refer to him as a former flyer anyway. Like Drew Doughty. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Who else is a future former flyer? Um, 
Shea Weber oh. is a former flyer because he was Johnny uh, Goudreau. Flyers. Oh yeah, Johnny Goudreau is a former future f- former flyer. Why would you bring up the most bitter topic of all, a, Johnny Goudreau? He Jonathan was hockey at one time a future former flyer. Now there is one actual future flyer playing in juniors right now in the World Juniors, we- and that's Cutter Gautier. Yes. We're actually excited about one player right now on the right. entire planet. Exactly. How has Cutter looked so far? Have you watched any of Cutter playing? So I have not, unfortunately. Um, I haven't uh. been able to watch as much hockey because I think some of the games are happening like during the day uh, while I work. But um, what I can tell you is that he has apparently looked pretty good, like quite good. Um, now, USA lost today, which is not ideal. Who did they lose to again? I believe Czechia. Oh, wait. Actually, <laughs> hold on. Let me actually look back. No, I think it was worse than that. I, I I'm trying it, to remember the exact Slovakia, country. but actually. Yeah, exactly. I Czechia. Okay, yeah. Yarmir Jager, Jakub Voracek, they come from Czech stock. That checks out. I didn't mean for the Czech pun. Oh, my God. Words are hard. But yeah. Slovakia is a rough one. I could think of maybe like one or two players period that have come out of Slovakia. That's a rough one, guys. It's not great, but apparently Cutter Gauthier played pretty well from what I saw. So that's good. You'd like to see that. You'd like to see USA win, but you'd like to see USA win. I I just want Cutter to do well. That's all I care about. I just want Cutter to be a good damn hockey player who scores goals for the Flyers someday. Please do not trade him early. You idiots. Right, yeah. That's yeah. the point. I'm just protect flat him. out calling them idiots. Protect him at all costs. There's very few protect him at all costs players in the system right now. He's He might be the one. Uh, let's see. Who is this person? Josh Brown on Twitter. Uh, no idea who he is, but he tweeted, Big win for Philip Massar and Slovakia. Tough one for USA, but man, is Cutter Gauthier fun to watch. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear uh, he's fun to watch, at least. I could use any fun with hockey right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking at one of his highlights right now. It appears he had a very nice assist on a... Yes, he did. Yeah, he had a nice uh, nice assist on the power play, it appears. Just need something to work out. Just one damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, Quigs, the important thing is I was able to get my hands on this just very top-secret document. I don't know how it came to me, but it's my my sources within the Philadelphia Flyers, and they are numerous, let me tell you. But would you believe this? We were able to get the actual Philadelphia Hockey Flyers New Year's resolutions. They actually wrote them down. I got at least a portion of them. I didn't get the whole team, but I got a good chunk of the team, okay? And this is really important stuff, really real stuff. And <laughs> Unlike Ron Hextall, the Flyers managed to write down their vision for the future. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Ron, what is your plan? I got, I got a plan. I got a plan. Can you? I, it's here. Can you draw a picture of it for us? No, I can't do that. Yes, it's a horsey. <laughs> it's a horsey. Oh, boy. It's a hot wing. The players can't eat those. That's why it's the picture. Yes. <laughs> That's the See, those are the hard-hitting decisions that GMs have to make, Steve. I, I support it. The thing is... You know, Chuck Fletcher encourages this kind of outside-the-box thinking, thinking of New Year's resolutions, real outside-the-box, whereas Ron Hextall would have shut this down immediately. So, you know, we got this all down on paper. This is all very real. So, first up, we have the coach himself, John Tortorella, 
And his New Year's resolution is to cut down on the toilet metaphors and amp up on the gardening metaphors. Because the gardening metaphors have worked for Nick Sirianni on your only two lost eagles. Okay? <laughs> that was one of the weirdest, like, quotes ever. But then it after that... It was so that, weird, but, yeah, man, he, had, he was onto something. He was. Just got to talk about fertilizing the players. Just feed them some... Uh, just shove some fertilizer down their throat. I'm sure it'll work out. See... I would think that Torts could relate to that because you definitely know Torts has wanted to shove shit down his third player's throats before. <sighs> Let's do it. I don't know. I think that's what it's going to take for for these for this team. They're going to have to have literal manure um, scooped down their esophagus <laughs> in order to. You're making this very visceral. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Torts, though, Torts is like, you know, maybe these toilet metaphors, maybe this has gotten out of hand. Maybe it's time for gardening instead. So, you know, it's a noble, noble goal for Torts right there. I think so. How about, yeah. how about Kevin Hayes? Kevin Hayes, a big one right here. Big member of this team right now, second on the team in points. And he's actually got a really interesting goal. I was not expecting this one, but hey, whatever floats your boat, my guy. His goal, his New Year's resolution was to play less defense. <laughs> He's trying to get the fuck up out of here, Steve. <laughs> He's trying to bounce. It could be the case. I mean, I was confused by this as well. I thought Torts was challenging him to play more defense. But Kevin Hayes said, no, no, no. Less defense is the I am the captain success. now, Tord yeah. Tortorella. Yeah. Yes, yes. How about Ryan Ellis, Sean Couturier, and Cam Atkinson? They all had the same goal. And would you believe it was get really, really good at Fortnite? Listen, I have the same goal. Um, I've, I think I actually did win at Fortnite a couple times, but they were both like, I just hid in a bush the entire time. Is that right? And then someone like found me and they like accidentally killed themselves with a rocket launcher. <laughs> so I won by default. I, here's a fun so, fact about me. I've never played Fortnite in my life. You're honestly not missing much of anything. It's like fun for like three days and then you're just like, oh, okay. I don't really I, I like playing games online. I, I really don't. I don't like playing with strangers. It's just kind of, it's it's very annoying to me. I used to. When, when Halo 3 was like the game, my life was Halo. Like I would come home from school every day and I'd play Halo for like six hours straight. I've always been... I don't have any regrets. I've always been a single-player story-based guy. Like, always in my life. And even, like, sports games, which you think, okay, at least you'll want to play a sports game competitively with somebody. No, I like franchise mode. I like winning the championships and uh, beating the shit out of the AI. Yeah. It just is very uh, pleasing to me. So, my goal isn't to get good at Fortnite, but Ellis, Katoria, and Atkinson, I, you know, they got nothing better to do, so they've decided to get really good at Fortnite. Yeah, no, they can play together. It'll be, it's a good thing for all. It's like team building. Yeah, I think that's. By the way, on the note of Couturier and Atkinson, I was dying and I wish I had gotten a picture of this. I saw a bus go by. I'm sure people saw this tweet, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. I saw a bus go by that had a Sean Couturier, that had Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson on the Flyers ad on the bus. Come see the Flyers tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs at Wells Fargo Center. People show up and the two people. The only two players worth showing. And they're out for the season. Out for the season. There. There's no chance. Well, well that's well, true. is not out that's for true, the season. Coots isn't out for the season, yeah. Yeah, he's but skating. he skated last time, and then he, he didn't come. So well, yeah. I am not holding out hope for Coots, and I think he should just take the year off and just come back strong. 
I'm yeah. I'm honestly like I'm. It sounds like he'll come back from what we're hearing right now, but it also sounded like Cam Atkinson was going to come back. And if it like, like, listen, if we get to late January, Coots isn't back and it's just, it's clearly lost season already. Like why, why, why come back? No There's reason, no reason to do that. None whatsoever. But <laughs> I was just dying when I saw those two players. And it's one of those ads. That's the full bus. Oh boy. Okay. So it's not no, even just like, a no, it's the full bus. It's, it's like, like Sean Couturier's on the, oh, the front half of the bus and Cam Atkinson's on the back half of the bus. Yeah. That oh, I was dying. Shit. It was so good. How about Chuck Fletcher? Chucky Poo trades himself. What is his New Year's resolution? It turns out to keep doing what he's been doing. Nothing but net on every move. Chuck, very confident in what he's done. And no regrets, no regrets from Chuck Fletcher there. Steve, they're only a few points out of a wild Only card. five points away. What is it actually now? What is it only actually? I had points. the standings up a couple minutes ago. Let's see. Wild card, bitches. The Flyers are currently 14 points out of a wild card spot. Only 14. Only the 14. New York Rangers have 43. The Philadelphia Hockey wow. Flyers have 29. That is... Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, we'll see how it goes after the infamous wow. Disney on Ice trip. It never goes well for the Flyers, and I can't imagine it's going to go well for this particular team of Flyers. They're even being beat as the worst team, too. Like, they can't win anything. Well, they, they can't <laughs> win best team. They the problem is team. they actually are competing. They think they are a wild card team, and they're not, which is why they're not the worst team, but they're not... Yeah, they, they just... just I, honestly... Yeah. I'll take second to worst in the East right now because I just want a good. I obviously I want Connor Bedard. I want all those lotto balls, right? But I just want a really goddamn good pick because this is a killer draft. I just want to get as high of a pick as I can get. Yeah, like if the Flyers end up with like Adam Fantilli or Leo Carlson, like that would be awesome. That um, Matvey Mishkov, like I love. He's a great player, but he freaks me out because. He's Russian. Like, who knows if he'll even come over? Yeah. He still has three years left on his contract in the KHL. So, like, that that's always weird to me when um, young players, like, locked up in the KHL. Because, like, there's no guarantee he'll want to leave his country. Especially now. Or that he'll be able to leave his country. Yeah. Like, there's no guarantee. Th- that's that. the freakier thing to me. It's not even that he wants to leave. It's that he'll be forced to stay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. He's going to slide. Uh, like, I think he's going to slide pretty far. In the yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yep. That's going to be interesting for sure. But the th- ultimately, it comes back to this point. Just lose, baby, lose. I don't even care if you're not a bottom three team, but I, I wish you were. But get as many lotto balls as you can. Pick as high as you can. This is the draft to have a high pick in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. this is the reason why no one wanted to trade their 2023 first-round pick to the Flyers when they were trying trying to trade Claude Giroux because they knew that this draft was going to be stacked. Yeah, and now we have a pick in the year 2040 that we got for Claude Giroux, so that's, uh, that's really nice. That's awesome. That's <laughs> 2040. It's a, it's next year. That's, it's that's right around. Good, look, we're, we're 10 years away from being 10 years away, okay? It's right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can smell it, Steve. Actually, never mind. That's just my gas. Oh, okay. Classical gas over there. Yeah. How about Ivan Provorov? What's Ivan Provorov's New Year's resolution? His New Year resolution, as it turns out, is to make nice with the press to generate 
more glory stories. So Ivan Provorov's turned a corner, apparently, according to this private confidential document that was shared with me, that he wants to make nice with the press now. He wants the glory stories. He, he wants the good press. So if he just buys them chocolates, he buys them flyer-shaped pretzels, he'll get those good stories. Everyone on this team could use a good glory story right now, to be honest with you. We got to play good. You got to play better, guys. It's pretty simple. You play to win the game. That's not how the Flyers play the game. No, they don't. No. Who was that? Herman Edwards, yeah. Oh, good old Herman Edwards. There you go. There you go. Go Birds. Go Birds. How about JVR, James Van Riemsdyk? His New Year's resolution is to purchase more moving boxes. I wonder what he's getting ready for. He's going to love, love Toronto. He's going to love just staying in South Philly and signing an extension. I swear to God, like Steve, I swear to fuck if he stays in Philadelphia. If they don't, if they don't make several trades at the trade deadline, I, 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 I can't, I can't even talk right now. I will lose my fucking patience. Justin Braun for a fifth. We have to do a Spotify chat room for the trade deadline. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. Because we need to, we need to recreate what it was during free agency when on air we saw that Justin Braun and Nick Delore were coming back. Well, that was that was free agency, of course, not the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, that was free agency. Yeah, but then this year for the trade deadline, we have to have like an all day long, <laughs> like Spotify. We did chat a room. we did a trade deadline. In the afternoon, and that went pretty. That was pretty good. We we did find out Justin Braun got traded for uh, two picks, which was the only accomplishment of the day for Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to take off the entire trade deadline. Like I'm going to take off work. Wow, the trade deadline. Yeah, you maniac. I, I love the the trade deadline is so much fun to me. It is fun. I, I wish the NHL was slightly more fun, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Not too shabby. How about how about Scott Lawton, Scooty Lutz? What's Scooty Lutz Scoot. thinking for his New Year's resolution? It turns out he's thinking on cutting down on the serial killing. It, it it turns out it's just doing a little too much. It's affecting his social life. He needs to cut down on it. So that's a good and noble New Year's resolution for Scott Lawton. I got a good resolution for him. Get a better nickname. What the fuck is Sarge? Sarge. I don't like that nickname. Like the Flyers. Like who came up with that? So my problem with Sarge is that I think about Gary Matthews from the Phillies, who was a Phillies outfielder and he was a regular broadcaster for the Phillies who would say great things like you jerk off the ball, things like that. Sarge, I miss all the time because Sarge said just bizarre shit on the reg and (laughs) I, I miss him constantly. And I just can't think of Scott Lawton as Sarge. That's the same thing that bothers me as Joel Farabee being called Beezer by the players. I think of John Van Beesbrook and his racist ass when I hear Beezer. Right. I, I just do. His helmet literally said Beezer. How am I supposed to think of Joel Farabee as Beezer when there is a racist piece of shit John Van Beesbrook out there called Beezer? I just don't understand why he's Sarge. Like, I have no idea, why? and it's Does never been like explained. Sergeant or something? Like, I don't get it at all. It, it, listen, with hockey nicknames, I'm sure it's something incredibly dumb. It's so He probably... 
wore aviators in the locker room and someone's like, Haha, you look like a police sergeant. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Let's get rid of Sarge. Let's get rid of Philly Joel. I swear to God. That's a horrible nickname. If I have, the sign if, guy needs to, sh- he needs to go. The sign guy I needs to retire. Sign the sign guy got to retire. You got to go. Luckily he's old. Hopefully he'll stop go. doing it. Yeah. Go stop fishing. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about fishing. Of course. Yeah, well, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't trying. You were talking to about fishing. That's it. We all know what you're talking about. Yeah, was I wasn't trying to insinuate something. Darker. Old guys go he, fishing. He's got some great. He's got grandkids to play. He could catch a fish and then have a sign about the fish ready. Sign guy, if you're listening, I know you got grandkids. Stop wasting your time at Flyers games. Be a good granddad for once in your life and go hang out with your grandkids. Pulls up a flounder, reeled that one in. There you go. Yeah, smacks hood of car. Or maybe he's I'll watching people. Puppy. Maybe he's watching people fish, and then he's got a sign ready for the fish. <laughs> he just brings sign every signs all. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But he doesn't like update the signs. So, like, if someone catches a fish, he's just like, "Go Flyers!" <laughs> Philly <laughs> Joel. Go Flyers. <laughs> yeah, Philly Joel. When someone catches a fucking catfish. Uh, I. I mean, <laughs> I was also trying to think of signs he would have if somebody caught like a fish. Like, you'd be like, uh. Out of the blue when he catches a bluefish or some shit. Oh, God. Yeah. He would have that, too. <laughs> Fucking side or, guy's so annoying. What if he showed up and, like, somebody's, like, fixing a car, right? Like, or shows up for, like, band practice. You know, just he shows up at all kinds of events with signs and just yeah. stops with the flyers Doesn't games. say a word. Yeah. Doesn't say a word, just communicates with his dumb signs. <laughs> You're really enjoying Sign Guy. But regardless. I can't stand him. Philly Joel's got to go. It's got to go. That's my. It's terrible. My New Year's resolution is to destroy. Just bees, dude. It's just bees. Oh, God, not the bees. Oh, oh God, my eyes. It's just bees. Farrah Beast is the best nickname. No, bees. It's just bees. Farrah Beast, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. I think that's awesome. It's just bees. It's just bees. It's right there. It doesn't be bees or. It's just bees. It's right there. Simple. Simplicity is. No, just bees. Spees. Young young bees. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Just bees. How about Tony D'Angelo, friend of the show TDA? We love him here. Oh, you want to talk about a friend of the show? Oh, b- big, big. Oh, my best no friend. No bigger friend. Best friend. Yeah. I'm not saying this with uh, any sort of grimace on my face. What's his yeah. New Year's resolution? What's Anthony's New Year's resolution? It turns out he wants to cut down on the conventions, rallies, internet forums and insurrections. So good for you, Tony. You got to focus on the ice, focus on not playing defense on the ice. So good for you. And finally, last but not least, at least on the document I was given, we have Rasmus Ristolainen. and Risto himself, Risto. Risto. And Risto's got a very noble goal and it's going to take him a while, but I think he's going to find it. And it's find one thing to do. Well, knitting could be knitting, could be knitting. It could be, maybe he could start a podcast. He could start a podcast, and it could be infinite. It could be a bilingual podcast too. He could do it with um, with chemo team in it if it's in Finnish. The piano is actually pretty easy to learn. He's got big hands. It's great if you you know can play the piano. Large hands. Yeah. He can hit multiple octaves easily. They always call him Large Hands Risto. They, yeah, they do. Yeah, right. That's what, I've, that's what I've always called him. What if he became a chef? He could learn to cook. Or yeah. baking. He, he could get into baking. He could uh, make a, a, a Rasmus Berry muffin. Who's that? Uh, who's there? There's a, uh, what's his name? Louis Domingue. 
Yeah, be like Louis Domingue and just like release a cookbook. Perfect. Risto's recipes. Oh wow. You just make come up with that like right at the top of your head. Yes. That's very good. Yeah. He should. He should. 100% Risto's recipes. Let's do it. Find one thing to do well. He Risto's did score rice cakes. Risto's rice cakes. You can't beat it. So he did score his first point of the season, right? This past week. He did. Who won that bet? Was that Charlie won that one or was that uh, Kelly who won that one? Charlie won. That was Charlie. So congrats. Kelly to is Charlie the O'Connor. loser. Le who? Zeher. Le who? Zeher. Kelly's not a loser. Kelly is a wonderful person. She just happened to get this one wrong. And Charlie was right. Risto eked out that point a mere how many games into the season now is our dear? I believe it was 28. 28 games. I, I believe I believe it was like the the Flyers' like 31st game of the season. But he was a healthy scratch a bunch of times. So it took and him. And he was hurt also. He was hurt. Oh, yeah, that's right. So one assist, 28 games played. What a year for Rasmus Ristolainen. Just a storybook season for the big man. <laughs> okay, Quigs, this is Risto quiz time here. So Rasmus Ristolainen has played 636 games in the NHL. What? How many points does he have? And how many, what's his plus minus? Wow. Uh, so I'm not, I, it, so it's funny you say that because I pulled up his stats as you asked me that, but I have not looked at them yet. So um, he's played how many games? He's played 636 games. And how many points does he have in total? Yes. And I'll give you credit if you get in the ballpark. 147. You are not quite in the ballpark. It's actually higher than that. Can you take me higher? 188. 262 points for Rasmus Ristolainen. All right. I knew he had some uh, good productivity in Buffalo. 48 goals, 214 assists for old Risto. I can't wait for that 50th goal. That's going to be a celebration. Oh, Broad Street's going to be, people are going to be doing somersaults in the streets. I'm practicing my cartwheels now. Got to show up at the stadium with a big five and then find somebody else to have the zero. I'm just going to back handspring home. I'm going to drive up to Philly for that game and then back handspring my way home all the way down Interstate 95 to Richmond, Virginia. I'll tell you what, that goal could happen any year now. (laughs) Any year now, Steve. Any year now. Okay, how about the most important stat of all, plus minus? We know plus minus is a bunch of bullshit, but his oh, yeah. his plus minus is very funny to me. So what do you think Rasmus Ristolainen's plus minus is for his career? Minus 69. Minus 179. Oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? I am not fucking kidding you. Oh man. His... When you said it was funny, I was like, oh, it's got to be 69. But now... <laughs> Oh my it's God. just bad. It's just bad. And again, plus minus is pretty useless, but you know, negative 100 and it's that lopsided 79 it's... for a defenseman is uh, just God awful. Horrendous. Yeah. yeah. Now his worst in his career came in 2018, 19 for the Buffalo Sabres, where he was ne- minus 41 in 78 games played, but he had 38 assists. He did have 38 assists and he had five goals. So, so it's, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. What a career for our minus boy. Minus 41. But here's the most important thing, Steve. I know he sa- it says minus 41, plus minus, advanced stats. 
Who needs that? <laughs> I want to know how many hits he had that season. Well, on the career stats page on the NHL site, it doesn't show me. It's almost because that's almost because it's as if hits aren't an important stat. <laughs> Who would have thought? Because if it was important, it might be on the career. It might be on the stats page or even NHL dot fucking com or even a stat that could easily be counted. Like that doesn't wildly vary from stadium to stadium. Exactly. Let's see. I on hockey reference. If I go to the very, very far right, I can find career hits and he has 1,652 hits in how many games in the NHL? 636, as we discussed before. Yeah. So, you know, that motherfucker, he's going to be on the cover of NHL Hits 23, and he's just the man. We love him here. He deserves it. He does. I guess he did find his one thing to do well, and that's gather hits statistics. Could you imagine if Nick Delorier and Rasmus Ristolainen lined up across from each other and just skated at each other as fast as possible? What would happen? They're the two biggest hit men in the NHL. That's like an immovable object meets an unstoppable force type situation. Except it's a very stoppable force and a very movable object. <laughs> exactly. But they hit. They both hit. Oh, Nick Delorier. We forgot about his New Year's resolution. And that's Oh yeah. That's actually to hit more. Yeah, well, he's got to fight more too. Yeah. So Kevin Day Kevin Hayes is going to play less defense, and Nick Delorier is actually going to fight and hit more. He's just gonna double down on what he does well. Good. Yeah. Okay. And he's gonna grow his, his stringy beard out longer. All right. Nick Delorier. I know you're listening to my silky smooth voice. Please just shave. Just shave. I'll honestly like him a lot more if he shaves. It's a bad beard. It's a horrible beard, dude. I'm a very pro beard man, and I am anti-Delorier beard. Like, Nick Delorier the player, not good. But, like, Nick Delorier's beard, that's, like, beyond... That is, like, so horrendous. What's worse, Nick Delorier's contract or his beard? bafflingly i'm gonna say the contract <laughs> it's a bad contract it's so bad it's so bad all right here's one what's worse nick delorier's beard or morgan frost's mustache oh nick delorier's beard i love how bad morgan frost's mustache is i i i think it's adorable yeah yeah it's like a kid learning how to like grow facial hair in middle school sure it's like Sidney crosby's used to be yeah yeah it is yeah did you just compare Morgan Frost to Sidney Crosby? Oh, baby, did I? Next Crosby, 100%. Hey, I'll take this little <laughs> production we've gotten from Frosty over the past few weeks compared to just nothing. So it's been nice to at least see something out of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it has been pretty nice. Yeah, good for – I do want to give him some props because he has been playing quite well. And keep growing that stash. Maybe one day it'll just turn into Clark Gable. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Frosty. Uh, Frosty, New Year's resolution is to keep growing that stash, actually. He's going to try and grow a full, like, Texas Bill mustache over there. A Hulk Hogan. Yeah, brother. Oh, that's all I got. I'm, I'm done. That I think that, that Hulk Hogan was, uh, was it for me. That broke me. Thinking about Morgan Frost for the Hulk Hogan stash. I want to see if there's one more player who has not been given a... Uh... 
New Year's resolution. Oh, there's a bunch that haven't been given them. I just wasn't sure where to go. <laughs> I mean, I, I, these are real. I found these in a document. These are real. I didn't come up with these. Let's see here. If you want to come up with one for Owen Tippett, be my guest. I couldn't find one for Owen Tippett. Nah, he's all right. <laughs> he, like, all the players that I like don't get one because... Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good i think we've covered the, well here's the thing we, we pretty much only touched on like the meme players but there's so many like meme players on the flyers yes yes but the like, thing is players quakes you're gonna cover this in an article later this week right you're gonna cover the new year's resolutions in full i am yeah i'm gonna do a story on the flyers like the just the team's new year's resolutions so uh yeah i'm excited to get that one out that should come out I don't fucking know when, Steve, but it's coming. So. <laughs> At some point, it's coming. Probably Friday. Probably Friday after you just don't sleep after the San Jose game. Yeah, honestly, I think I'm going to... Fuck! God damn it, never mind. I was going to say I'll just work on it while I'm watching the game, but then I remember that I have to do the recap for the game, too. <laughs> Maybe you should just get in contact with... Was it uh, Jacob? And just say, Jacob, you have this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's the worst part? I have to wake up Friday morning at 6 a.m. Yikes! That sounds because, bad. And I'm off on Friday, too. I'm driving up to New York. Oh, there so. you go. I'll also be in the state of New York, so we'll see you there. All right. Exciting. Yeah. New York New York City? I'm back. Back in the New York group. I just love to say New York City like a, a stereotypical, like a rube would basically say it. Like, New York City? It just amuses me for some reason. Oh, so now that I'm thinking about this, I still have to watch Twins. You still have to watch Twins, you goddamn... Oh. Well, I still haven't seen Twins yet, but it's going to happen very if soon. You start it, if you start it at 11.30, you, you, precisely, uh, when it hits midnight, you'll see DeVito and Schwarzenegger walking down the street in the same suit. <laughs> It's, it's not yeah, remotely you know the true. exact time. No, that's not. I was going to say, do you know the exact time mark of that in the movie? If I can come up with it, I'll tell you. It's much better than watching the ball drop. Is watch Devito and and Schwarzenegger walk around in the same suit. Maybe tomorrow I'll watch Twins instead of the Flyers game, and I'll just recap Twins. I think that would be a delight for all of the readers. Could you imagine if I just like instead of doing a game recap, I just like recap the movie Twins. Kelly would be like, Ryan, what the fuck? I think Kelly would be honestly pro this. <laughs> I think she might be. She would either be like completely dumbfounded. Well, she'll be dumbfounded either way. But like, oh, I could see it being very positive and very negative at the same time. It could go both ways there. But yeah, I <laughs> I need you to watch <laughs> Twins. I need this to happen yeah. ASAP because it is an amazing, amazing film right there. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch it. I just need to find a place to watch. I need to look it up on Netflix, see if it's there. I'll um, take a look I'll at it, it right after the show, see if I can find a source for you to, to watch Twins in all of its glory. I've been so I've been doing with Jason on the blog, we've been doing a bit of a Steven Spielberg challenge where there was a best of list that came out because uh, Spielberg has his new movie, The Fablemans, that recently came out. And we were looking it over and Jason and I were both like, we have seen a startling, like there's an, a number of movies that we have not seen on this best of Steven Spielberg list that we like 
probably should have seen, and then some that we've never even heard of. And we've been working our way through that list, and I have seen some of the greatest movies of all time, and I have seen just a couple god-awful movies. Well, I saw one god-awful movie and one just puzzler, and it's it's been interesting. It's been an interesting experiment so far. I think we're going to try and write something up for the blog once we, we finish everything up, which will probably be in January, but... That depends on how many free movies I can find, because some of these movies I refuse to spend money on. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely not. Okay, actually, here's a quick question for you, speaking of movies. Have you seen the new Avatar yet? Nope. Do you plan on seeing the new Avatar? No, I do not. I don't plan on spending money on it. Like, I might check it out when it comes to Disney+, Plus, but I don't plan on specifically spending money on that. And... I have I've I heard it's good. I I'm sure I've heard I heard the last one was good and I hated it. Oh, okay. So you have yeah. I'm a hater. I'm an avatar hater. I know. That's a, It's basically just Pocahontas except blue people. Pocahontas dances with wolves like you know, I I I didn't find it very original. And also at the end of the movie, the bad guy gets into a giant mech suit with a huge knife. Like yeah, that was weird. It's very weird. It's <laughs> why is it stabbing? Just like shoot. Why? Why does he have a like, knife? Why? Like why does he have a comically large knife? And why not just something cool a like a laser sword or some shit? Yeah, it's just a big knife. It looks so stupid. But that's just don't get me started on that, Craig. You you have opened a wound <laughs> right here because yes, Avatar is a I real like. There are very very varied opinions on Avatar because. Yeah, there are. when Avatar first came out, there were people who lost their minds and were like killing themselves to go hang out with the Navi or whatever the fuck and Pandora. And then there were people who were like, well, this made no culture Im- impact at all. So fuck this movie. And then there are some people who were like, it was OK. <laughs> so it's either I thought it was a f- I thought it was a fun little movie, you know, and by little, I mean that not literally because that movie's fucking huge it's too long it's a long movie and it was also i mean for a long time the highest grossing movie of all time and i just why i still don't get that's why i think Ava- like that's what i don't quite understand like i know it was probably the best 3d movie ever made i also don't give a shit about 3d in movies i don't like wearing paper glasses the entire movie like it's not for me Name one thing in the world more Caucasian than going to a 3D movie. <laughs> Wearing those stupid little glasses. Khakis. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. I found it. Yeah. Khakis. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Avatar. I mean, if I if I get dragged to it, I'll let you know. But uh, I don't yeah. plan on uh, paying money to see that. Now, sorry to all the, the Navi heads out there. I know you're all very upset right now and... Whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Go connect your ponytail to a dragon and fly away. That's so weird. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it's, it. It's, it's weird. Yeah. No. It, it, I liked I liked the first one. The, the ponytail but connection like, to the animal makes me uncomfortable. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. No. Very odd. No, it's, it's, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's fine. Like the... The effects are great. I wish James Cameron, who is a, a filmmaker who I've really enjoyed select works from, would just do something else. That's my biggest problem is like Terminator, Terminator 2, 
Aliens. These are some of my favorite movies from when I was like younger and I still love them to this day. And I wish he would just go back to making like really cool shit like that. But this is his passion project. This is what he loves. <sighs> Come on, James. You can do better. You can make cooler shit. It's not bad. Again, it's not bad, but it's just I, like... it does not appeal to me. And I, I really love action, fantasy, sci-fi stuff. Like this should be my wheelhouse, and it is just not. So, James, do some other shit, please. And I think Rick Tockett just drew a sperm onto a uh, hockey rink. So it's time to go. It's time to go on that note. What? <laughs> I. I'm going to send on that note, on that note, I'm going to send this to you real quick. You can check this out, but it definitely looks, it looks sus, Quiggs. It looks sus. I'm excited to see what this is. Yes. Yes. I'm going to slack it over to you right now. (laughs) I've been trying to go for like 10 minutes now and just shit keeps happening. Shit keeps happening, but I know he's clearly drawing a play, right? They're setting up a play. Oh, yeah, but it does. But, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. It, you know, I looked over and I saw that and I was like, what are you doing there, Tox? What are you doing, Tocket? He knows what he's doing. He knows, he what, knows he's what, what he's doing. He totally knows what he's doing. Folks, thank you so much for listening. And we hope. Future former flyer, Rick Tocket. Oh. Future former flyers head coach. Oh, man. I'm shocked it didn't happen this last offseason. Totally shocked. I'm it sure. seemed like the stars were aligned for that. And then. Torts happened, and now we've been living this torts dream. And it's been a dream. Not a nightmare. I'll say dream. I love it. Dreams and nightmares right there. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. we got to get going. Thanks so much for listening. We truly <laughs> appreciate done. you all. And thanks for just sticking with us the whole year with our terrible, terrible Philadelphia Flyers. We truly appreciate it and love you all. Happy New Year to every one of you. Wonderful listeners. The best listeners out there for sure. Quigs, where can people find you on social media if they want to give you some feedback? Hey, you. Yeah, you. Check me out on Twitter at RPQuigs with a Z. What's good? Is it RP Quigs? Oh, fuck. It's Ryan Quigs. I just fucked up my own Twitter handle. RP McMurphy with a Z. Ryan Quigs with a Z. I got it confused with my old Twitter handle. It's like it's like muscle memory saying my. Yeah, I don't know. Ryan Quiggs with a Z. There you go. There you go. Ryan Quiggs with a Z. Quiggs. Ah, I just fucked that up. I'll edit it out. You can find me at Flyperbole or at Estee Bomb. If it's for hockey purposes, make it Flyperbole. Also on the gram. Also on the TikTok. Still don't know how to use it. Don't care. Doing stuff on there regardless. There you go. Broad Street Hockey, BSH Radio on Twitter. All that fun stuff. Make sure to check out all of our wonderful podcast offerings. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate you. And until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow.